So the Red Sox dodged a major bullet yesterday. Well, at least for the time being. For now. For now. David Price got back from visiting Dr. James Andrews yesterday in Indianapolis, and it turns out, for now, it doesn't look like he needs Tommy John surgery. I know that was a major concern amongst all of us. And, of course, he tweeted to let everyone know, Indy's a little chilly right now, so I'm going to head back to Fort Myers. My 40 time was 4'11". I'll let one of you name my island. What does that mean? <laughs> like, Revis Island. No. No, that does not, that's not what that means. I saw someone tweet him back and go, uh, zero playoff win island. <laughs> <laughs> then another one was like, playoff win island, population zero. <laughs> Hashtag Hawaii Island, because that's where you can't, uh, can't lose playoff games. Yeah. <laughs> Price, pricey I, island. I mean, this this guy does come at a price. Like yeah. you have to literally. Chris take Sale it. came at a sale price. Price not so much. Yeah, no. But <laughs> when you look at this guy from like a full body perspective, I mean, his his talent is what it is. His character, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, sometimes I I think he does cover up his performance. Where he's like, oh, I had like a little, you know, get a little uh, bump in my step that I, I needed to, you know, turn around and it, it well, hasn't happened. Well, we so found out why he was so moody the other day when he was being interviewed. And uh, Master Adano, he um, a- asked him a question. He was asking about like, oh, what delivery? Uh, how are you going to change your delivery? And David Price was like, just smug and was just like, oh, I'm changing back to 2012 when I won the side young. Yeah. Mm. See, the thing is, with him, accountability <laughs> is not luck. the issue because he'll admit when he sucks. Yeah. But well, the thing I is, think he, he doesn't had, do anything to fix it. Right. Or at least he, it doesn't appear that he way. He admitted it way too much last yeah, year. Yeah, he's too. just like, oh, I got to be better. Right. And, and then John Farrell was like, oh, he had the best changeup of his career. Yeah, yeah, Seriously. Yeah. So he, he's, he's a, he's yeah, a, a crybaby. No, with David Price, it's not like. You know, oh, I had my best stuff. Like, he will admit that he sucks, but he'll just keep saying it every week. Just after his start, he'll be like, yeah. gotta be better. Just, just look gotta, at the 24 hours um, that, the, uh, that, the, that John Farrell had um, with interviews. He was like, oh, we were very concerned about him today. And then the next day, he's like, oh, we're less concerned now. <laughs> That's another thing. John Farrell, like, I don't know who I, I like, criticize more, honestly, in a, in a typical season. John Farrell or David Price. Like, John Farrell is another guy that... Not As Dave fan. likes to put it, is a turd polisher. Yeah, he'll just kind of go out and talk to the media and be like, oh. "Well, it was weird because he was he was honest, was like, oh, we're really concerned about David Price.' Then, like less than twenty four hours later, he was like, oh, we're not that concerned anymore.' He's just I don't know. <laughs> Did Dave Dombrowski get to him and be like, "All right, calm down. Yeah, we got. We all need to calm down. Now. We well, the thing is, out. I think this was a case of the Red Sox just being ultra cautious because <laughs> on Wednesday he first felt soreness in his pitching elbow, right? Yeah. Then he got the MRI that we still don't really even know what the results of the MRI were. Because a fluid buildup. Okay, build I love how people are like tweeting out and like on Instagram. I think I saw a post there in regards to like one of the media members. And they were like, oh, like, you know, no, no World Series if David Price is injured. And then it's like, oh, actually, we'll win the World Series when David Price is not injured. And now you look at it, it doesn't really matter because he's he's a bad playoff pitcher anyway. So I, I don't think he's... Well, a- I know, but it helps you in the regular yeah, season. Yeah, if he can win you some yeah. games in the regular season, hopefully get you close to that 20-win mark that'll help you win the division. It kind of goes from there, but... Right. But at the same time, he's not that great of a pitcher in the uh, division. Should be so. be pretty easy to win, even with just Chris Sale. Yeah, I mean, you, well, okay, let's go run through the AL East. I mean, the Yankees are still rebuilding. Uh, the uh, I almost said the Raptors. I'm sorry. The Blue Jays just lost Edwin Encarnacion. Right. So their uh, offense will struggle. Tampa sucks. Baltimore is really your only real threat. Tampa Bay is. Rotation is really good, but their offense. But that's blows. the case with Tampa every single year. Is they <laughs> I don't know how, how they how they uh, pitching is 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 like their strongest. And suit. then they go out and get guys like Logan Forsythe, who out of nowhere he's not even there anymore. I think they traded him, but 
They yeah. traded one of their Logans. They have two Logans. But uh, they go out and find guys like that that just randomly give you a bunch of home runs. 20 home runs. <laughs> and then yeah. it's like, who, who the hell is this guy? They now have See, Cor- Corey Dickerson. Who, who, exactly. who just hits I mean. home runs. I, I think Toronto's a sleeper. I, I really like them, even if they get rid of and kind of I, th- I, th- I know. Uh, I think their rotation's going to take a step back. Uh, uh, I, I think Stroman is going to improve, but there's no way Jay Happ has the year he had last or year. Aaron Sanchez, Aaron Sanchez. was good last year. I think I, he, he was on that. a he was on yeah, but he was on a pitch in, innings limit towards the end. And yeah, uh, but I think he can build on that. Aaron Sanchez was good. Jay Happ, I don't think he's going to be a 20 game winner. Yeah, again but this if you year. have Stroman and uh, Sanchez, Marco Estrada had I mean, a good year. Yeah, something to build off of, and they had a decent bullpen. Right. It. it uh, I said decent. Eh. I, I didn't say great. Eh. I didn't say good. Oh. It's decent. <laughs> yeah, it's average. That doesn't help you win games, a decent bullpen. Yeah. But what, what I'm the saying Red Sox is, had last year. Yeah, but the bats are what really like stick out to me. I mean, even with without Encarnacion, oh, they yeah, still they have still Joey got a, Bats. Yeah, they, they still have a stacked lineup. Um, Donaldson. I, they, they got some good Tulo, players. Tulo. Yeah, they got Tulo. So, they I mean, do. they still, get, they they do still have, got good offense. Have that all-star Tulo. Yeah. And so, looking at that offense, you're you're going to be facing one of the top tier you know offenses in the game, and it's right-handed heavy, which uh, combats the True. left ha- left-handed heavy starters that the Red Sox have. Right, oh, that's a good point. So it, it's a really good balance to have for the Red it's Sox. It's going to be interesting, but I, I still think Toronto's a little notch below the Red Sox. Sure, even I'm, without. I'm David not Price. saying I'm not saying that Toronto's going to run the AL East. I'm just saying watch out for them. They, oh yeah, they could. They're go- they're probably they could, gonna, they could win a wild card. Yeah, I think the only two teams you have to worry about obviously are Baltimore and Toronto. The I don't think you really have to worry about Baltimore. Well, Baltimore is they not- have no pitching. Yeah, but um, Baltimore somehow always finds a way to be in the middle of it. Yeah, uh, but like th- late, they late lose, in the season, they lost Trumbo. Correct. They, uh, no, Trumbo actually resigned. Oh, they, re- they resigned yeah. them? Okay. So, I mean, th- they still have uh, a decent core to yeah. build off of. But I, I get what you're saying, Brian. But at the end of the, at the, end of the day, their bullpen, the, the, end of the, the end of the bullpen yeah. is filthy. Yeah. Their bullpen's really good. Their sign pitching is atrocious. Yeah, it's really yeah, bad. Starting pitching outside of Chris Tillman, they have. No, no they way. don't even have. Uh, Chris Tillman was awful last year. He had like yeah. a four ERA. You, you can't even say Chris Tillman. Almost five. I, I think. Any other starter in, in that rotation is better than Chris Tillman. Chris Tillman's not the, their number one ace. I mean, he can't be. Yeah, the rotation, I'm looking at the depth chart right now. Do they, they still have? No, we and Chen went to well, Miami. Tillman, Tillman was actually, I'm looking at his overall numbers from last year. He wasn't bad. 3.77 ERA, 16 wins. Tillman was pretty good last year. Yeah. But yeah. but outside of Tillman, yeah, you're right. The Orioles really don't have that all that much. So the overall point here they still have is Gallardo. the AL's. AL East, yeah. the AL East is should, weak. Yeah, the point is the Red Sox should be able to win 95 games this year, more than that, yeah. with this rotation that they have. If David Price can stay healthy and avoid And as long any as Hanley's thing. okay, I think he is, because after dropping out of the World Bi- Baseball Thank Classic, God. he hit a home run. Yeah, <laughs> because of his shoulder. So that's the thing. I mean, like, I, I don't think that the Red Sox should have any problem winning 95 games this year. Like right. I said last week, I think Rick Porcello, Chris Sale, and David Price, assuming 
All's good with the elbow. They should combine to win 55 games. The the biggest, um, I, I think, X factor going into the season is how good the bullpen's going to be because I think their offense and I think their starting rotation is fine. It's just going to come down to can Carson Smith stay yep. healthy. Waiting for him. Um, you know, Thornsburg, can he bring his A game that he was part of with the NL? Right. Well, and Carson they, Smith had Tommy John, right? Yeah. So most guys come back. A lot of guys come back from Tommy John. Yeah, but you always have just a couple of questions, you know, sure, whether it's mechanics. Maybe he has to switch something up. Well, typically, uh, what I've noticed is that most people who have Tommy John yep. come back stronger. Yeah, that's true. I, uh, like, look at John Lackey. But, but also, years ago. Brian, look at also Matt Harvey. I mean, Harvey comes back and you know he he does it again. You well, know, look at you, Darvish, and you know it, it happens too often. So Matt Harvey is kind of a character. I mean, that guy's got some issues. The Dark Knight. Yeah, I I don't think he has too many issues. I mean, he's a great pitcher when he when he performs. It's just a matter of him, you know, staying healthy. So I I don't think he's you know that bad of a, of an MLB pitcher. I think he can definitely bring it um, right. and be an ace of that staff. But I mean, Degrom's going off. Syndergaard. I mean, they have a real good pitching rotation, yeah. so they don't, even, they don't even need him. Steven Matz. Steven Matz. Yeah, they've got a great rotation, one of the best in baseball. But honestly, wh- you know, like, how concerned are you going forward, Brian? Because you said David Price is not completely out of the woods yet. Right. I, 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 I mean, we won't. We probably won't even know by next week's show if he's fine or not. We'll probably find out the Monday after because he's been shut down seven to ten days. So right. He won't even start. I, I would. Until I would we, wait ten yeah. days. Uh, I would wait, I'll wait till a couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, you I, don't really need him. But it's I mean, spring no, training. But I mean, like the thing is, he's obviously now going to miss opening day because he's going to miss seven to ten days, and that's you know. That's yeah, but he's like not going to be start, your starter so. anyway. No, no, no. But what I no, what I mean is like he's probably going to start the year on the DL. I well, for like a week, I don't think he'll start the uh, the season on. He'll the, probably the miss DL. only like one start. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Let's say he misses one start. Yeah. But I was actually surprised when he went to Indy to see Doctor James Andrews. I mean, like. He's like the Grim Reaper, dude. You go to him, you usually get bad It's like news. 90, 95% yeah. chance. So I was a little surprised when David Price came back and initially sent out that tweet before really uh, saying anything else on it. And that's kind of when we speculated, oh, he's in good spirits. That must mean he got good news. I mean, when he went inside Dr. James Andrews, i got to be honest with you, I thought for sure. Well, Tom yeah, I, that's why they always go for him for a second opinion. Maybe uh, the first doctor probably was like, I suggest surgery, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of fluid built up. I I I, I might get surgery. Yeah, I, I thought it would be a, a different injury. I thought it would be some kind of I- injury. It's like just I didn't it's think a, it was. Um, I believe it's a strain. Yeah, or and a that's like a minor one thing. of the two. Right. Like a, well, right. how minor is it though? It, it's I mean, like, okay. It's a I think it's a strain, which means it's l- it's less severe than a sprain because a sprain is a tear. Right. Yeah, and and that's the point. When you tear it, that's that that's well. What no, makes... if it's a slight sprain, you can rest it. All right, uh, that and that's uh, I believe who uh, one pitcher rested it and came back and was fine. Yeah, and didn't need Tommy John. Right. So as long as you get the proper rest to it, I think two weeks does enough. So I don't think the Red Sox really have much to worry about when it comes to the price. Yeah, as long as he's I think, back. The, men- I think the mental games is the biggest part. Uh, well, th- that that's all in the playoffs, so we have to wait for the playoffs to see the mental game. No, the but thing I, is, what I'm saying this is, gives David Price an excuse to suck now. Right, and, and that's part of the mental game too, because when he talks to the media and he says, "Wow, like I really suck today," yeah, he's like, like, "Yeah, you should have gotten surgery." Yeah, like, like tell him, <laughs> yeah, exactly, like, "Oh, maybe I should have got." surgery like he'll come out with jokes here and there so this isn't good for yeah for the red sox moving yeah, forward can't wait for his tweets to be like, oh just, my, know, my left arm my it's left his arm attitude hurts. and again i'm not saying that he doesn't care but it comes off that way especially yeah. in a market where we kind of like dissect everything you say and everything you tweet 
this so far hasn't been a happy marriage with David Price here through year one, but we'll see if he learns from last year and he learns how to deal with the media going forward. Well, sheesh, that's because it's a winning city. So a lot of people expect a lot of uh, their players, you know, the, the teams that they root for. So you're never going to go out to like, you know, Pittsburgh or Chicago, really. I mean, the the fans are passionate there, but we literally dissect every single move. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes us really good passionate fans because we care about the team. We care about mm-hmm. the performance. And, and the whole goal is to win a championship at the end of the year. And if your team's in it, you want them to win. So at the same time, David Price, start taking things seriously because the fans don't think you're serious. You're acting up on Twitter. Learn from Chris Sale. Chris Sale doesn't use Facebook. He doesn't use Twitter. Just learn from him, take the reins, and go with it. 603-883-9900. She's Sharma, Brian Roach, and Mark Lazell in d- today. No Dave Pollard. We'll be right back here on the Sports Blast ESPN New Hampshire. The Sports Blast. Getting rid of clay buckles is like holding in a dump all day. And then, <laughs> and then finally that. getting to a toilet and taking that dump. It feels <laughs> so good. You know, D- Dave's going to kill me for saying it. That you finally agree with me? I Just for a split second the other day, Brian, I was thinking to myself, maybe it was a little premature to get rid of Clay Buckles. It, it was a luxury dump. It was a, lux- it was a, a sal- salary dump. Yeah. A salary dump. For the luxury tax. To get, yeah. to get below the luxury tax. I mean, tax. look, $13.5 million is kind of a bargain even for a guy like Clay Buckles. And hear me out. Listen, I hate Clay Buckles as much as Dave. Maybe well, not as much as Dave. Dave really does not yeah, like Clay Buckles. Yeah, he despises Blake. But. Uh, Clay. What if. Clay. What if. David Price got bad news from James Andrews. I mean, then all of a sudden... Then you'd have Henry Owens starting every day. Oh, or Pomerantz is back in the rotation. So I was just for a split second thinking to myself, maybe they shouldn't have traded Clay Buckles just for this reason. What if someone goes down with an injury? Just for pitching depth. That's 13 and a, a half mil? No, yeah, I mean, that's not a bad outlook. It's not, not bad at all. That's what I listen, said last lo- week. Now, but listen, hold lo- on. Luckily, luckily, it looks like for the time being, David Price is okay. Again, we don't know for sure. He's not out of the woods completely. We'll but know two weeks from today. In seven to <laughs> ten days. His, we'll find out. But, but I, think, I was just thinking to myself that maybe they should have kept Clay Buckholz. Yeah, I think Dave alluded to this last week, but... When you have like Henry Owens or like Drew Pomerantz, yeah, but you know what you're gonna get out of that. Yeah, you know you're gonna get suck five innings and like four or five runs. Yeah, the thing is, I keep falling back into the trap, and I think it's a good thing they traded him because I keep falling back into the trap of of when Clay Buckles gets on a roll when he's healthy. He tricks you. Yeah, he makes you think he's a good pitcher. You could have ten great starts in a row, and and then then you can trade him. And then you could have got something way better. They never do it. I know. He gets on that roll, and then all of a sudden there's this big matchup against the Yankees right before the All-Star break, two and a half weeks before the trade deadline, and guess what happens? He got hurt. He gets hurt! It's cause, they trade him. It's because they're too loyal at the end of the day. They, they were too loyal, the at thing, least. No, now, it's, not anymore. It's not, they actually, question, it's not a question of loyalty, Mark. I don't think management is loyal. It's not their job to be loyal. I think they just get a little too conservative. They're like, well, whoa, whoa, you, know, you, you tell me Ben right Sherrington now. wasn't like loyal to these guys too much. I mean, John Farrell, he was like an assistant manager to, um, you know, Terry Francona being the pitching manager. I think at the end of the day, I think John Farrell had this love relationship with Clay Buckles where he really wanted to keep him around because he thought he was a, a good, a good pitcher, which he had good stuff. Well, if he liked Clay Buckles so much, he wouldn't 
couldn't have shipped him back and forth between the bullpen and the rotation last year. Yeah, but the problem is you just didn't know when he was going to stay healthy or not, and that's the inconsistency. So when it comes down to Drew Pomeranz or Henry Owens, we know what we're going to get. Going to yeah. get. We yeah, don't was, know what we would get out of Clay just, Buckles. It was just a brief moment the other day, maybe for like three and a half minutes. Get that I thought, thought myself, out of your head. Where I thought to myself, "Don't keep it, it there." It, it was like, keep it "What there. if David Price come, gets bad news?" Come to the Brian side. <laughs> no, what's, no, the, no. what's the Brian side? Enlighten me. It, uh, th- th- I, that Clay Buckles is going to win Cy Young with the Phillies. He he is. Yes. You know the he thing might. is that the the sad thing is that's not even that surprising because right. for years I said Clay Buckles has better stuff than Josh Beckett. Clay Buckles has better stuff than John Lester. He just can't put it together right. for thirty plus starts. It's a mental case. Yeah, totally. not not only mental case, he he just can't stay healthy. Oh yeah, if yeah. he holds a baby the wrong way, he's done for the. That's year. what yeah. I'm saying. But yeah. <laughs> ultimately, his stuff that circle changeup is devastating. Just the dude just can't put it together, and like again, like not. I don't want Clay Buckles back here. He's gone. He's in Philly. Thank God, good riddance. I'll take Josh. Had Kyle. a nice start, his first start. I two don't innings. care, but I, I would no say. Runs. But I just wanted to tell you guys that I had a brief lapse in judgment the other day. When it's I not a lapse in judgment. <laughs> it's not a lapse in judgment. <laughs> I, I would say though, if the Red Sox didn't have like Porcello or Chris Sale, you know, to really back up the David Price thing, then I would say, all right. Then we should have kept Clay Buckholz, <laughs> but since we have like a d- decent callus moving forward, like they they had rotations pretty like deep in regards to like one through three. Yeah, right. I mean, like you have guys that can be ready to there like, is, get there, in. There is no depth on this team. That's good depth. Like right. you don't you, you don't have want the depth that you need. You don't want Drew, Drew Pomeranz starting. You like don't what? want Henry Owens starting. Or Rowanis Elias. No, it, that's fine. Henry Owens shouldn't start. But the point ever. is, the point is, they're not good starters, but they are there. They are available. Right. Brandon Workman, if he can work his way back into the picture, I'd rather have there. Workman than either than Pomeranz, Henry Owens, or Elias. And, and so guys, then, don't so get... what about what about instead of Clay Buckles? No, no. So you would have rather kept Clay Buckles. If worst case scenario, if David Price did go under the knife, you would have said, "Damn, I wish Clay Buckles was still here." No, I still, uh, even if David Price doesn't go under the knife, I, I feel like it's good. Um, safety measure. Yeah, but guys, don't don't get it twisted. Like I think it's going to be a problem moving forward. I really do. If you know somebody gets injured, that they're not going to have a pitcher to step in and really you know fulfill that role. Right, you're going to have to use like Brock Holtz. So I, I think you know coming during the season or at the trade deadline, they're going to have to make a move to make that final push. I think it's really going to come down to you know the four or five guys really stepping it up. Like I think Eddie Rodriguez and Stephen Wright may have to play a gigantic role with you know Drew Pomerantz maybe getting spot starts for Stephen Wright. Or, you know, if Eddie Rodriguez gets hurt again, uh, they're going to have to have guys, you know, in, in line to, to back them up. They need a supporting cast. Any, any pitching rotation, you need a supporting cast regardless. Right. So I think that is a weakness of the Red Sox. But the fact that they went out and got Chris Sale kind of gives them more insurance moving forward. So yeah. I don't think it's a bad thing. Because now they have two number, one, uh, two number ones and then like a 1B one B yeah. Porcello. Although yeah. I would put, even though David Price is actually your number two behind Chris Sale, I'd actually put him third in the rotation just to alleviate some of that pressure. Yeah, I know, if I know, it's on like, paper. You're paying the guy yeah. $31 million. What I think is going to happen is Porcello is going to be your opening day starter because mm-hmm. he won the Cy yep. Young mm-hmm. because he showed that he deserves it. Yep. And then Chris Sale, and then David Price. So yeah, but I don't think that's gonna how how it's gonna go. Right, there's the gonna be off days. That's yeah. gonna yeah. But you just tell David Price match. like you're third in the rotation. Oh, okay, okay, I'm good with that. Oh, and he third. won't be okay with no, that. No, he won't be okay. So you don't you keep your mouth shut <laughs> because <laughs> that's the case. He'll tweet about. He's it. gonna tweet about it. He's gonna be like, oh man, uh, I'm not number one anymore. Yeah. he's like, I don't know. I'm David third Price kind of strikes me as the guy that'll be like, oh, all right, fine, the pressure's off me. That's cool. I don't care, dude. Being the ace in Boston. 
That's tough as hell. It's ideal, though. That's I mean, why they have not, three. Not everyone likes that, though. That, no, it, I know, but David that's Price why that, doesn't. That's why. That's why they have three aces. So technically, no one's the ace. This is actually. Oh, it's, it's back this, to the, he's the ace. This that's it's back. It's back to that because now they, ha- they actually have those pieces and can say that. <laughs> yeah, but I, I worst think, rotation ever. That that one. That well, was, yeah, the ace. Wade Miley was your best pitcher. But oh, I, yeah, I think the <laughs> I think the best thing about this is you do have the talent in the rotation. You know, like you, like you said, Brian. You know, who's the ace? You know, back you know a couple of years ago, you didn't know who was. Well, they didn't, they, they didn't have one. They actually didn't have one. They didn't have one. Buckholz was your ace at that it was time. Clay Buckholz, Wade Miley, Joe Kelly, Justin Masterson, and Rick Porcello. Yeah. I mean, you tell me out of those five, and Rick Porcello, Rick, Rick Porcello. not from last year, but <laughs> yeah. from two years ago. Right. Yeah, Rick Porcello. That was when he just signed his contract that no one thought he deserves, and now everyone thinks yeah, he deserves it. Twenty-one. <laughs> before even twenty-one million dollars. I, now, I now it looks like it. a bargain. You paid $21 million for this guy. Oh, he wanted yeah. to say, you're ripping yeah. him apart you, when you, that happened. Oh, <laughs> I was. Priscilla. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. Me too. Oh, I, I hated the deal. I mean, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't hate the deal. I just thought I it hated was a little Yoni premature. I hated for Rick Porcel. I, because the only reason they made that trade was because they needed pitching to yeah. make up for John Lett. That was the only reason. It's not like they wanted Rick Porcello. But uh, they just called the Tigers and said, can we get Rick Porcello because we need pitching. Well, but good thing they got rid of Lester because that means Chris Sale wouldn't have been here. Right, but going into this because season. Because that would be way too many lefties. That would be like four out of five lefties, which would be ridiculous. Going into the season, I, I think a lot of people are, are overlooking the, the pitching depth. But when you have exciting guys like Andrew Benatendi and Mookie Betts and Jackie Bradley and Xander Bogarts, you know, all these young guys that are coming to fruition, um, it's really good to see because, you know, now it's not the topic of you guys, you know, are going to be bad. I, I think the expectations for this team is to be right in line where they were last it's year. It's just worrisome about the contract situation with some of these players. Right. A.K.A. Mookie Betts. Yeah, M- Mookie <laughs> Betts going to be tough to, to, well, I mean, to sign. It, it, but it's it's the business aspect of things. They couldn't come to an agreement. I'm not that worried about it. Yeah, and it seemed amicable, but I mean, who knows? Yeah, it it could happen down the line where he may may want out. But no, M- Mookie's definitely. I, I think Mookie will stay. Yeah. Uh, and Mookie's one of the uh, interesting players to watch in the league because it, you can see that he enjoys playing. Yeah, he likes to bowl too. Right. Heck of a bowler. He has what, like ten perfect games in his career? Yeah, he's insane. <laughs> But um, I, I think the youth is really what keys the, the Red Sox fans in that front, front yeah, office. Yeah, and they still have youth coming through. They have yeah. Devers. Uh, they have Marrero. Because so. everybody's saying the, the biggest takeaway from the offseason is Chris Sale, and I, I totally agree. But I think the development of these young players is really what is going to stand out this year over mm-hmm. the acquisition of Chris Sale. And to see how they um, react if they make it to the postseason this year compared mm-hmm. to last season after – failing oh they just looked like a deer in the headlights Moogie Betts started to get out of it the last couple games at Fenway where but everything just went wrong that could like the right. pitching went down the offense suffered like Clay Buckholz was, was the best pitcher you had in the postseason because he obviously had been there a lot of guys hadn't the only guys on that team that had really solid good playoff experience were Dustin Pedroia David Ortiz and Clay Buckholz right and, and I mean it we did. all know Price's thing and Porcello well, Price has I, been on teams Porcello that had the David, worst yeah. Uh, it was the worst opportunity for him to have his worst start of his career. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> or, or the worst start of the season. Yeah. And, and that's that's usually like the first takeaway for everyone. It, you know, it's um, the reputation of you know your your first playoff game. You know, the atmosphere just doesn't treat you right. Um, and that didn't work out for Mookie Betts and any of the starters. But I don't think that has an effect um, this year. I, I think they're going to go full boat. They get they have to. 
They got to be on top of everything. And, and they have to perform at the end of the day because their job's at stake. So and I, I think everybody realizes that the contracts play a role and they play a factor because it's, you know, the burden on your shoulder to really get over the top of that barrier. And the great thing about this team, as you guys just said, is they're so young. Their core is so young from Mookie to Jackie to Benintendi to Xander. Exciting. It's really exciting, exciting. Young core. Yeah, it's, it's exciting. It will, it will get butts in the seats for sure. But I think the Red Sox are above that now. They want to win a World Series because they went out and got a guy like Chris Sale. Right. That, that's just a sign. They gave up Yo Mankata and uh, a pretty good uh, pitcher in Kopik. Yeah, and a possible another prospect there. So I, I think it's really all in for the Red Sox. There's a reason why they went out and got sailed because mm-hmm. they feel like their chances are really, really good. They have They're a three-year window. The Cubs. Yeah, they they have a three-year window, and I mean the Cubs have a good rotation and a nice young offense, but it's, the bullpen stuff. It's hard to repeat, especially yeah. in MLB. I think I think it's the one of the toughest sports to repeat because teams retool, yep. the free agency. Uh, a lot a of grind. upsets, injuries. The season's just a grind. You're right. Injuries are a big part of why most teams don't repeat. And, and there is a problem with the Red Sox, I think, when it comes to bringing in big names. Sometimes they don't perform right away. Right. So I think uh, It's going to be interesting to see how Chris Sale. But yeah. he has shown over his career that he can dominate the AL East. And the AL East is full of mediocrity right now. Yeah, but it's totally different pitching in Fenway Park than... You know, in uh, U.S. Cellular, that was a uh, that was also a uh, it wasn't a it wasn't a pitcher. Oh, it's a park. huge park. I mean, the only thing that uh, hitters like there is that you've got uh, gappers that you can hit. Because right. Of the wide so it was butt. sort of a com- It was an average ballpark. To uh, I'm sure you can give up a lot of doubles, but right, lefties no, lefties are tough to take deep at Fenway. But what I'm talking about is like the environment, like. Every time the well, Red he Sox has that play, s- it's like a playoff. Well, game. yeah, but he has like a psychopath tendency to him, so I think he'll enjoy it. And yeah, we'll I, I think, <laughs> yeah, but we said it. we said the same thing about Kimbrel, and Kimbrel really, you know, he he, he had a great Kimbrel. year last no, year. No, he did not. Yeah. He did not have a great. He could have had a better sucked. year, Brian. He could have had he a better year. He cannot pitch in non-safe situations. That uh, will not cut it. Okay, you need It's a closer. He walks so many. There are going to be. There are going to be situations. Walks the world. You deal with. He he's he's the dice game of closers. No, he's not. Because yeah. uh, Daisuke had like a five-year rate. I would say Daisuke. What was Craig Kimbrell's ERA <laughs> last year? Uh, it was above three. A little tiny bit above three. Yeah, yeah. That, was beca- that was because one of his last starts was a non-save situation. After a they little clinched. tiny bit, 3.4 is a tiny bit above three? Well, that's because he allowed six runs in a game that didn't matter. Yeah, but I, that that is If you tr- take away those six runs, he has an ERA of... Two point like eight. That is true, but I want to see more consistency out of this. And it, I, once again, it was his first year. I know, but a lot of these pitchers in the rotation now they eat innings. Yeah, which is a good thing, right? Which is why David Price is such a concern. If yeah. he goes down, who eats two hundred plus innings? Yeah, and probably Parcello, Henry Owens. Yeah. Yum. Yeah. Okay. Oh, mm. Henry Owens. Oh yeah. Drew Pomerantz. Mm. Oh yeah. Mm. Clay Buckles in oh. Philly. Oh yeah, he would do it. <laughs> <laughs> he no. would eat 175 of those innings and then get hurt. Yeah, but then you only have 25 innings of Henry Owens, which I could deal with. I I, I, <laughs> I think Dave Dombrowski has you know his right mindset. I don't think he wanted to give up more talent than what he gave up for Chris Sale. 
So I, I think, you know, going into the season with, you know, maybe pitching insurance like Drew Pomerantz, you know, you traded a guy like, um, who was the pitcher that they traded to the Padres? Their top pitching prospect? I Casey it. Kelly. Yeah. No. Ka- no, no, it wasn't Casey Kelly. It was somebody else. It was. Oh, uh, oh, you mean the most recent one for. Uh, yes. Oh, God. Anderson Espinosa. Yeah. Yes. I was going back to Adrian. So anytime, Pedro. Pedro. But what I'm Pedro. saying is anytime you <laughs> trade away one of your top prospects. Uh, you got to keep Pomerantz in, in you know some kind of form with the rotation or bullpen. You can't get rid of him. Well, yeah, he's, they're not going to get so rid of him. I, I think he's better suited for a um, role in the bullpen. Give, give him a role in the number five position. No, see no, what he does. no. Do I'm not. I'm not putting Pomerantz in the rotation. I just I was not a fan of the move. Pretty much. I mean, like again, they need. So who, who's going to be in the rotation? Uh, yeah, they're set. They've got everyone in the rotation. If Price is healthy, who's uh, who's, who's going to start for Price? Who's going to be the back end? It's going to be oh. In the meantime, yeah. it's probably going to be either Stephen Elias Wright. or no. Stephen Wright's already in the rotation. Oh, uh, what about the guy who's starting today? Yeah. Velasquez. I don't think Velasquez is going to be in the rotation. Who is this guy? He's going to be a star. They stole him right. from so, the Mexican so if, league. So when everyone when everyone's healthy, it's going to be Sale, Porcello, Price, Erod, Wright. Right. So when Price is down for the first, you got to move on. Uh, it's it's a pe- I don't know about Erod because he has options, so they might do Pomeranz instead of Erod. Yeah, but if David Price is going to be out of the rotation, if he's out of the rotation, yes, you start him. I, I think you got to move up the rotation. Though at the end of the day, if David Price is injured, move everybody up and then slide in. You know. Velasquez. Velasquez or somebody that Kyle Kendricks. I don't even know this guy, Hector Velasquez, hey, and now we're ready to put him in the rotation. Well, who would you rather have? Uh, not Owens. Not Owens, not Pomerantz, right? I would go Workman. Yeah. I would be like, Workman, you good? No, I, for a spot I would wait for Workman because he has concussions and Tommy John to yeah. deal with. He's a long reliever, too. <laughs> he, yeah. I, I, I like, I like Workman away. for like four innings and yeah. then done. Yeah. <laughs> All right, 603-883-9900. When we come back, we'll get into Jimmy Garoppolo. He posted something very interesting on Instagram yesterday. What is it with these athletes and social media? They love it. Oh, my God. Anyways, we'll get into that next. It's the Sports Blast on ESPN New Hampshire. 1250 ESPN New Hampshire. Manchester's local ESPN.